Welcome back to Mortgage Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Biello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you're from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today's headliner topic, when is the right time to consider a mortgage refinance? But before we begin, here's what's on my mind this week. From the latest national rent report, the average listed rent for all property types in Canada rose 10.7% year over year in January. Um, This is the ninth straight month for double-digit increases. However, from the month prior in December, it decreased by 0.5% from $2,000 per month to $1,996 per month. Of the 35 cities, no surprise here, Vancouver tops the list at $2,730 per month for a one-bedroom and $3,624 per month for a two-bedroom condo or apartment. Um, Calgary is near the bottom of the list at 26th spot. No big surprise there. Very affordable Calgary. Uh, One bedroom in Calgary at $1,526 per month and a two bedroom at $1,894 per month. Now, when we compare to mortgage payments at today's going rate for a five-year fixed under a $1 million purchase, because those are the best rates, here's how much mortgage a monthly rental payment would fetch. Okay. So if you're renting right now, whatever you're paying, this is, I'm going to tell you what the equivalent is uh, for a mortgage. So let's start with Calgary. The one bedroom monthly rent of $1,526 is what a payment, a mortgage payment for a $265,000 mortgage would be. Okay. And for a two bedroom monthly rent in Calgary of $1,894 per month, you would top out with a mortgage of $330,000. Okay, so those are interesting numbers. And in Vancouver, let's look at Vancouver now. So a one-bedroom monthly rent of $2,730 would fetch you a mortgage of about $475,000. And a two-bedroom, okay, get ready for this, a monthly rent of a two-bedroom, $3,624, would propel you to a $630,000 mortgage. So, you know, based on this, the argument for purchasing is even stronger when you factor in that a mortgage payment, remember, includes a portion allocated uh, against the mortgage principal. So not your entire mortgage payment is interest, obviously. There's There's a principal component. So when you're paying rent, think of it as though 100% of your rental payment is going towards interest. So in in my opinion, the the argument is always for purchasing versus rent. So those are some interesting numbers there. Um, Victor Dodig, um, this is the CEO of CIBC. He made quite the stir um, this past week or week and a half with the statement He said, uh, it it, it was in all the newspapers, I think they interviewed him on this, and he said, Ottawa's decision to significantly increase immigration levels without first shoring up housing supply risks 
triggering the country's largest social crisis over the next decade unless something is done soon to resolve the issue. He went on to say that new Canadians want to establish a life here. They need a roof over their heads. We need to get that policy right and not just wave the flag saying, isn't it great that everyone wants to come to Canada? I totally agree with this guy. Good on him. 100% for calling a spade a spade. Um, what I've been saying all along, we, we have a, an inventory, a supply problem that is not talked about enough. And uh, here's a guy, you know, uh, traditionally, I, Victor Dodeg is a quiet guy. You don't hear much of him uh, in the headlines. But and, and there you go, a, a quiet guy like Victor coming out and saying something uh, bold like this. So um, very interesting comment there. Um, here's some contrast uh, when it comes to what's going on when we compare the U.S. Fed and Bank of Canada. Now, the U.S. Fed has markets pricing in three consecutive 25 basis points um, race rate hikes coming up in March all the way to June. So they're still on the uptrend um, and, and the markets are pricing that in. Canada, on the other hand, has slightly less than one Bank of Canada hike priced in in the next several months. Um, so as mentioned before, the impact of Canada's stratospheric rate hike of 2022, you know, like four and a quarter, four and a half percent increase um, has far more reach than the U.S. Fed's equivalent. Okay, so it's important to note that Canadians are heavily leveraged with debt, like heavy. Americans Less so, and substantially less. Um, this is the time when rates between the two countries, you'll start to see that they will diverge. And as a result, yeah, the loony, yeah, it's probably going to get hammered here. Uh, but I, I think we're at that state, like who cares? Who cares about the loony when, when you're in survival mode? So um, very interesting contrast and, and a divergence happening here between interest rates between the two countries. Anyone with uh, plans to purchase a home should be connected with a mortgage broker. Like in the next, I mean, four to six to eight months or even a year, if you're planning on purchasing a home, connect with a mortgage broker and one with exceptional multitasking skills. So you, you need to be aligned with someone who is organized, efficient, um, systematic and quick quick, quick, quick. Knowing that interest rates and qualification guidelines vary significantly from one lender to another, it is more critical than ever to uh, have the right person in charge of your mortgage pre-qualification. So, you know, the service standard for a mortgage broker should essentially be 24-7, 365, I'm telling you, or close to this. And if you're not getting that, move on to another one. Call me right now or text me. Marco Gello, 604-800-9593. Interest rates. Um, you can still find some five-year fixed rates under 5%, but move fast to get yours locked in. At the moment, most rates are now firmly in the mid to high 5% range. Um, so things pretty volatile. Uh, as I've been saying to a lot of my clients, it, the the you know, the, there is a downward trend for interest rates in the short to medium term, but it will be 
in a on a zigzag trajectory. So there's going to be some missed opportunities, you know, peaks and valleys in that downward trend. And wherever you're buying, uh, it's in your best interest to submit for a rate hold. Purchasing power. Uh, Locking in a rate hold is is important, obviously, but in two ways. Number one, the obvious one, it secures the rate for up to four months. Okay. Uh, But number two, we can't forget about this. It guarantees your maximum qualification amount at the time of the rate hold. So if the rate environment is higher once your rate hold expires, heads up, um, your qualification amount will also adjust lower. So they have a an inverse relationship, an indirect relationship. Rates go higher, your pre-qualification amount is going to go lower and vice versa. So be aware of that. All right, that's it for Here's What's On My Mind. Let's move on to Deals of the Week. Here's What's On My Desk. This is a brief recap and description of files that I'm currently working on. Maybe some of these applications could apply to you or someone you know. And if they do, don't hesitate to call me right now. Marco Gello, 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. All right, here we go. Seems like every application um, I've been working on this week was for a newly minted permanent resident. So seeing a lot of these. Definitely looking like uh, Canada, good old Canada immigration is working overtime these days and processing tons of applications. So quite a few happy new Canadian applicants on my desk right now. And what I'm seeing with these applications are essentially substantial down payments. Like we're talking minimum 20% down payments to as high as 35% down payments. And, uh, and, and solid employment and incomes for the most part. The challenges I'm seeing right now mostly is that quite a few of the applicants are either maintaining or continuing um, or even supplementing their Canadian incomes with additional income from abroad. So, for instance, you know, from where they came from. So I have an applicant who is fully employed here in Canada, but they are also receiving income from their origin country. But in most cases, the lenders are not accounting for the foreign income for mortgage qualification. So, you know, that's, these applicants have a a solid income from abroad, but it's not necessarily 100% approvable. And, you know, those that are have additional qualification criteria to be aware of. So, I mean, like the lenders who are open to this have additional qualification criteria. So definitely very approvable, okay, when you when you bring your foreign income with you uh, into Canada, perhaps you're transitioning to a Canadian job or whatever, but a bit more documentation required. So heads up on that. You would typically expect credit history to be a hurdle as well, but I'm finding that most permanent residents, and even before that, um, you know, the temporary resident, the, the, the work permit holders, which unfortunately they they cannot purchase property until 2025 because of the foreign ban um they've generally kept up to the standard when it comes to uh canadian credit requirements which is two credit facilities with at least two thousand dollars approved credit limits for for the credit facilities and and for a minimum tenure of two years so yeah seeing a lot of permanent resident um applications and uh people really kind of wrapping up to to jump in and uh, and make their move in this in this market. Uh, working on another another neat file here. These are applicants from Edmonton. Okay, 
um, you know, typically you would expect a lot of opportunities, buying opportunities from what I'm about to tell you in Alberta. But here's one where the applicants are from Edmonton who are essentially, they're approaching their retirement, their pension years. Um, they're currently in their early 60s and they're still working. They have a paid off property in Edmonton and are looking to purchase an investment property in Vancouver of all places. You know, it's not like I, I can't put the word affordable in front of Vancouver, but they're looking to uh, purchase in Vancouver and investment properties. So we're talking a, a substantial down payment for these people uh, on a $700,000 condo, seven to 800, somewhere in Metro Vancouver. And they aren't your typical investor type of profile either. They, like they're not the, the ramped up and, and using these big words like positive cash flow and you know, they, they don't belong to some real estate investment club where they have a list of the best place to buy and all these power tips, you know, like make sure it's close to a transit route and main arteries and jobs and all that stuff. They've never owned a rental before. And um, their incomes, like, wow, we're not talking big incomes here either. The, this is a husband, wife in their 60s, uh, neither of which makes more than 40000 gross per year. That's right. You heard that that right. We're talking each of them have jobs, like a combined income for this application, $75,000. Gross. That's not even take-home. That's gross income before taxes, $75,000. But the kicker here, um, no debt, steady employment, and discipline, very disciplined savings habit. Um, as they've accumulated, they've accumulated liquid assets of about $600,000 of which they want to allocate about 300000 towards a down payment. And, you know, sort of additional perspective here um, on rental property purchasers, or as we term them or like to call them investors, I think for the most part, the term investor is kind of coined with a, you know, like a negative connotation. Like we all think, or we like to think that investors are like these reckless capitalists, you know, both domestic and foreign, and, and they're buying up properties in highly leveraged scenarios with massive mortgages. Uh, and of course, this variety, absolutely, it does exist <laughs> without a doubt. But from this profile that I, I'm just explaining to you right now, you know, like a quietly aging couple with excellent savings and no big pension to look forward to, um, these two, these people are basically creating their own pension plan. And uh, good on them. So apparently, this profile that, that I've just explained to you, they make up a, a part of the landlord profile in Canada and quite a large part, the Ma and Pa group. So just wrapped up the pre-qualification for this nice couple and they are out on the prowl in Vancouver for a property. And this is where my consistent stand on real estate in Vancouver stems from. This is another area where it stems from. Don't ever wait and time the markets, attempt to time the markets and wait for this or that. Like if you're ready or when you are ready, get on it and jump in. Uh, I'm not trying to create a fear of missing out vibe here on this podcast, but hey, if, if you don't put your best foot forward, the lovely senior couple from down the street are going to scoop up that hip little pad you've had your eye on. You know, you've been checking out on, on MLS there. So I, I, this is interesting, just so you know, like, I mean, who your competitors are out there. They, they come from all walks of life. 
And it's, it is, it's a challenging environment and, and be light on your feet and be ready, uh, be ready. And lastly, um, what's coming across my desk, I have a million and one inquiries for rate holds, like tons. And uh, I think that's a smart thing. Uh, they, they are time consuming. It takes time to do, but I think that's very smart with all the rate volatility and uh, the confusing economic and market forecasts and all that crazy stuff. Everyone uh, is being light on their feet and fully engaged, and uh, it's a great idea. I, I think definitely you should do that. It is a downward trend for interest rates. It's That's not rocket science. Uh, just like we knew last year that, hey, we got nowhere to go but up, we're approaching the peak. Uh, some will argue that the peak is already there for interest rates and perhaps the bottom for uh, real estate markets in certain regions across the country. I don't know. Depends where you're at. But... Um, we are now going to start the trend downwards, but be aware it's it's a zigzag downward slope. It's not just going to be a nice little slope heading down. It's going to be zigzag. So um, it is it is still very important to uh, lock in your rates. So um, if you're looking in the next four to eight months, um, get in touch with me and let's secure that rate hold for you immediately. Okay, so that's a wrap. Let's move on to today's headliner topic. When is the right time to consider a mortgage refinance? Hey there, just wanted to break away from the episode to give you a little background about my brokerage and give you an idea of the team behind me that helps get your mortgage completed without a hitch and on time. The brokerage is called Home Financing Solutions and it's a franchise of the Mortgage Center, which by the way is the pioneer of mortgage brokerages in Canada, established back in 1989. Back then, things were a little different. It used to take weeks to fund a mortgage and the application process was grueling and labor intensive. But that was then and this is now. The process of getting approved and into your home or prompt access to your equity is seamless and swift. Absolutely every step of our process features the latest technology to collect, gather, adjudicate and safely store your information. The end result is speed, service and quality solutions. But we also recognize that technology is only as good as the human that is operating it. So not only will you experience the best that technology has to offer, you can also expect personalized follow-ups from Kelly and Justin, who are valuable members of my team. The three of us love what we do and continuously look forward to taking your calls and helping you accomplish your real estate goals. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593, or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. And now, back to the episode. A growing number of Canadian mortgage holders are approaching that fork-in-the-road moment, contemplating whether they should pull the trigger on a mortgage refinance or stay put and continue on the current path, which for many has become unmanageable and for some even life-altering. Here are some compelling reasons to move sooner with a mortgage refinance rather than later. Number one, consolidate your personal debts into a new refinanced mortgage and substantially reduce your overall monthly payment obligation. Chances are that most of your financial, your personal debt load carries significantly higher carrying costs, the interest rates, than your proposed mortgage rate. Even at today's elevated interest rates, um, an overwhelming majority of the outcomes uh, for these refinances end up 
on way better financial footing than they were prior to the refinance. So give me a call and uh, ask for a before-after analysis to determine your monthly interest savings when consolidating your current debt load into your mortgage. Compelling reason number two to move sooner with the mortgage refinance rather than later, salvage your credit score by refinancing sooner than later. Making minimum payments to your debt may satisfy your creditor, but it won't improve your debt balance to credit limit ratio. If your debt balance to credit limit ratio exceeds 80% for extended periods of time, your credit score may be at risk of significantly decreasing. So explore your refinance scenarios in anticipation of hardship rather than standing by as your credit score slides dangerously lower, potentially deeming you ineligible for mortgage qualification down the road. Compelling reason number three, convert your home into a bank, not a bank machine. You can structure your equity and design a matrix of products that you will be in charge of. Lend to family members and business partners, purchase big ticket items, or even piece off a substantial portion of your home equity to yourself for investment purposes. Determine the rate, the term, and amortization for every sum of money that you lend out. Whatever the purpose, you set the terms, not the lender. And finally, compelling reason number four to move sooner with the mortgage refinance rather than later. Reset, adjust, and feel rejuvenated. Sometimes life throws you a curveball or presents you with a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Regardless of what comes calling, home financing solutions can be the bridge that helps you cross the finish line. It's your home and your hard-earned equity. Don't hesitate to explore your options. Here's the bottom line when it comes to mortgage refinancing. Be proactive and explore your options sooner rather than reacting when it's too late. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you're in British Columbia or Alberta, as I'm licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you're from Vancouver or Calgary, as I'm very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593, or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgageonomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.